You're listening to episode number 324 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tony, what's your favorite free attraction? Um, I don't know. Probably the heroin addicts. What? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't expecting a humorous retort. But. Yeah, uh, honestly, the probably the Bellagio fountains. Even even as in the fifteen ish years that I've been going to Vegas, I still will stop. It, frankly, my wife, in particular, we love to eat breakfast out at Mon Ami Gabi at Paris, mm-hmm. just so we can sit outside and watch the the fountains from you know while having breakfast. That's cool. The uh, the. Mirage Volcano for me is is my favorite. I don't I don't know why. Maybe it's just my personality, a little a little fiery. But, sure. But yeah, that's uh, I've everything about the Mirage for some reason is really fun for me. The it's my favorite smelling one, hands down. But yeah, I the volcano. I was just thinking about that this week with the Fremont Street Experience renovations being done and. Like that thing is getting like some of the stuff that they do. We were walking uh, earlier this week with Christina down on Fremont and I was pointing out some of the renovations to her and all of a sudden I stopped and I told her to look up and it was a sky that you almost believed was a sky for a minute going over you like clouds passing over you. Uh, it just it, it took me a minute to realize it, they were simulating a blue sky above me and I, I bought it for a second. Oh, that's neat. How how is that? By the way, I mean, I've heard it's super Holy cool, but shit. is it? Yes, it is, dude. It's radically different. I mean, you you it, it the it's it's sometimes too bright. I was I was playing uh, video poker at the View Bar at the D, and they had some Tiesto show go on, and it was so bright. Like I thought something went wrong outside. <laughs> like I saw like flashes of stuff, and I'm like, oh shit. Went outside. I'm like, oh, it's just this show. That's wow. That's bright. That is really bright. <laughs> Scott That's was actually awesome. Scott was so concerned that um, he he's concerned that it could be an epileptic issue. <laughs> I was like, awesome. are you just making this up because you don't like it, or do you really concerned about that? <laughs> is that a real thing? Because I've seen the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Japan 
and they're watching the cartoons and it causes them to have epileptic seizures. <laughs> All right, well, listen, let's start the show. Uh, he's Mark. I'm Tony. Karen is off on uh, work-related matters, so let's get started with Random Vegas. All right. The story is legendary. An FBI plane surveilling Tony Spilatro and friends circled so long that the plane ran out of gas and they had to make an emergency landing on the golf course crashing into the water hazard. This week, new golf course owners looking to better celebrate the history of the course purchased that plane and reinstalled it into the water hazard permanently. We oh got that God. from 8newsnew.com with an assist by Ted Newkirk from Access Vegas. I would have totally missed it if he didn't go, hey, don't don't forget. And I was like, holy fucking shit, no way. That is so amazing. So for folks at home that aren't paying attention, the specific golf course that they're referencing is the Las Vegas Country Club. Mm -hmm. And my wife, that's where my wife and I got married was the Las Vegas Country Club. So, I mean, like there's there's a certain level of uh, love in my heart for the country club. And every time I watch that scene in Casino, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea that the plane actually lands in a water hazard. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either until I saw this story. But yeah, they put it right back where it was. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks to Ted for that, uh, for that tip of the hat. How about the twit pick of the week? Cause this is what a beautiful picture. This absolutely, I get why it won. Talk to us about it. Favorite part about this picture is the stardust Easter egg in my favorite portion of the signs animation, the neon outline surrounding each letter with a black background, just clearly distinguishable. I love led, but nothing is more mesmerizing to watch than animated neon and flashing light bulbs. That said, I hope some editing was done to this picture to highlight the neon because the pedestrians are really dark at the bottom of this photo. And while I'm not afraid of the dark, I do have to say in this picture, Westward Ho looks like the, like, like one of the number one locations to get yourself mugged on the strip. Like if if, (laughs) tourist trap. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up at underscore Grandpa D between that and bad table beats. No wonder Vegas adopted the free attraction concept. So listeners, please understand. I get my script from Mark. <laughs> so a lot of times I'll immediately, and I mean immediately without looking at anything else, I immediately scroll down to the twit pick of the week and I click on the winner and I pull up the picture to look at what Mark chose. <laughs> More times than not, I'll concede. I go, oh, that's that. That's a great pick. That's awesome. But then I'll go back and I'll read the script that Mark's got for the twit pick of the week, and then I'll be like, well, now wait a minute. <laughs> and and it, and it's exactly that. It's the stardust Easter egg. Yep. In the neon outline surrounding each letter with the black background, making it clearly distinguishable. That's that's I'm I'm paraphrasing, but that's almost exactly word for word what you've got here right. in your script. Then you go back to that picture, so that so I get to look at the picture once, for you know just my blind eye, naked eye, if, right, if right. you, and going, that's a cool picture. That's gorgeous. I I wished I would have been around during the Westward Ho days. Right. Then I read your script and I go, well, now wait a minute. <laughs> and I go back and I go, oh shit. So hidden kind of behind the Westward sign is McDonald's and hidden behind the McDonald's sign hidden by the Westward Ho sign is the Stardust. And all you're getting in this picture is the R-D-U 
of Stardust. Yeah, this outline animation didn't last long in the sign. It was one of those things that would flash, so they, they captured it. Oh. Great pick, man. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me if that was the winner. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, featuring on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Just to let folks know, we are still talking about and hoping you can make it out to the 360 Vegas Vacation 10. And there is some ticket information that's worth uh, talking about this week. Yeah, just a friendly warning for those of you interested. There are two spots left for the Patreon pregame event. There are five left for the Whiskey Lounge. And the karaoke meet and greet is sold the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well done, uh, Patreon folks, by taking advantage of your your early access because you almost sold out everything that you had early access to. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. Now, forgive my ignorance. Is are the are the spots now open to the general public or is it still a Patreon only timeline that we're on? GA actually begins tomorrow. So by the time the, the free show comes out on Sunday, it'll, it'll have, have been on for a day. Okay. All right. Listen, I don't know what else to say with the pregame, two spots left and five with the whiskey lounge. I, mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact they're going to get sold out. The question becomes who gets in early enough. And I know Mark, we say this every time I'm going to repeat it. We can't, particularly just because of physical space, we can't expand it past the number that we allocate. You know, when we're doing karaoke, it's because we're literally in one of your rooms at Cosmo. Right. Just can't fit any more people in there. When we're in Whiskey Lounge, we're literally within the number of people that can comfortably sit in your room to do that. Right. Patreon pregame is the same way. So for listeners, uh, please don't take offense, but if you don't get in now while these spots are still open, I, I, I just, I can't be like, even if you're my best buddy, I can't be like, ah, we'll sneak you in. It's, yeah, that's exactly. You can't be like, hey, can you hook me over this? Like, no, I literally can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally every single seat is is taken there's nowhere for you to stand so anyway sorry that's all i had to say about that yep just a reminder 360 vegas vacation 10 is over memorial day weekend sunday through tuesday may 24th through the 26th next up let's talk about the evolution of vegas video series i can't believe it took me this long to come up with this idea because video is the natural medium for this series 360 vintage vegas Specifically, the evolution of Vegas, the series that inspired the entire creation of 360 Vegas, will make its transition from podcast to video on YouTube. Released in chronological order, the evolution of Vegas video series will be the definitive word in the history of Las Vegas Tours Corridor, which is the entire reason why I wanted to make it, because it didn't exist. And it will also clearly establish me as the greatest living Vegas <laughs> historian. And since no one else will do it, I'll tell her story the way it should be told. Now, to clarify this fact, there are people who are smarter than me, uh, but it, uh, not in the tourist corridor, which are basically all the properties we report about on the show. The Strip and, the, and, and Fremont. I don't, I don't know everything. I know them. <laughs> I've had me, people ask, ask before. They're like, oh, hey, so what do you think of this thing over here? I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's not a casino. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't care. Why? Just, 
I know, right? So when you say it's going to be released in chronological order, can you can you elaborate a little bit on what that means, please? So when I came up with this idea, the evolution of Vegas, I wanted to make the definitive story that explains how Vegas started and how it ended. Not all the way the fucking shitty books uh, have, have written about them where they focus on the mob or they, they overly focus on the... the well, I, I, it's really the mob is what they get fucking hung up on. Like the cowboys and the mob. But uh, the evolution of Vegas is going to explain to you how, that, how this city literally started and how it evolved into the place that we have today that is primarily owned by just a few owners and how they ended up getting it. How did, how did you know, the Hilton end up owning Caesars and, and half the strip and then they now they're all by themselves and they're not even the Hilton anymore. So it's, it's the evolution of how did we start from William Clark breaking up downtown and selling it how did Fremont... Oh, shit. I just I just spoiled something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it for the Patreon listeners. Right. There's something else I'm working on. <laughs> the evolution of Vegas was always meant to be this, this story, the, the core story of how the city evolved. So if that includes primarily uh, properties uh, downtown or, you know, or some combination of ownership, especially in the early days, there were a lot of... Uh, cross ownership. It's telling that story. How how did we get to today? All right, I'm looking forward to it. Next, oh, so I saw this. I saw this on because I follow the RJ on Facebook, so I I see their their articles pop up on on Facebook. Talk to me about the 2020 NFL draft. Now, remember that scenario we talked about the NFL draft in Vegas being held on a stage in the fountains of Bellagio and closing Las Vegas Boulevard to accommodate it. Yep. That's happening. (laughs) April 23rd through the 25th, 2020 Las Vegas Boulevard will be closed to vehicle traffic. So it can support the estimated 400,000 in attendance. Event locations will include Selection Square, where all the clubs strategize and make their selections. That's going to be located in front of Caesars Forum Convention Center near the High Roller, the the new convention center. The draft red carpet will be on a stage built in the fountains of Bellagio. Construction is expected to begin April 3rd. Live performances by artists of note will be announced at a later time. In addition, Roger Goodell, commissioner of the NFL, told reporters that he thinks Las Vegas would be, quote, the perfect place for a Pro Bowl, unquote. The LA Times, he's also uh, been on record as teasing that uh, the city's due for a Super Bowl, which I think everybody fucking knew that the second they said they were coming. Last bit of football news. The Raiders are now officially the Las Vegas Raiders. The team continued to be referred to as the Oakland Raiders until after the conclusion of the NFL season. Then NFL.com updated the name to the Las Vegas Raiders. Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. So, you know, listen, I, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other since this is sports ball, and anybody that's hung out with me long enough knows that I'm not a, I'm not a sports guy. 
so how do you you or what's the general feeling in vegas right now about this occurring do people love is this a is this the next you know thing after new year so we close the the strip down for new year's then we're going to also close it down you know annually for the nfl what, what was it called the, the um well the nfl draft they don't draft do, yeah they the don't draft. do that every year yeah, i mean they don't do that in vegas every year Oh, God. Yeah, they do that all over the place. Same thing with the Super Bowl. That's that's in a different place all the time. The Pro Bowl is a place I, that they could, because it used to just sit in Hawaii forever. Now it's kind of been in Miami, and, like, it's been weird. You're, I, I, it, di- it doesn't make any sense. Like, it makes sense if the Pro Bowl was at the stadium where the Super Bowl was going to be, but they're like, no, it's over here in Florida. We're going to do that this weekend, and then and then we're going to go over to Kansas City and play Super Bowl, but... What? That's not well, what I they're mean, doing, I, but to a certain extent, I get why Hawaii, and to a lesser extent, Miami and other pla- in, in hell, even Vegas would make sense for, for folks that want to go to the Super Bowl. They want to go to a warm climate. So right. you're getting, you know, like mentally, you let your mind's eye picture the map of the United States. Two thirds of that map is got like freezing snow over right, it right. in the wintertime. So I get why Miami is a logical place or Hawaii or, and frankly, Vegas is, right. is a logical place. It was just that it, it, it didn't make sense when you would have the Super Bowl in, uh, say, California and the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. Like, what, They're like a week from... Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Where, where you... I mean, Hawaii, I guess, made sense because it was Hawaii. You're just like, well, yeah, it's in Hawaii. Right, everybody else. But that. after Forgive it left... my ignorance. Is is the Pro Bowl a part of the NFL? Yeah, it's it's their a, their all star game. game? Oh, okay, what's what do they call that thing where like the the college footballers play for the equivalent of the Super Bowl? What's that called? National Championship. Uh, they should do the national championship in Vegas. Just a random <laughs> drunken observation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony, they should do everything in Vegas. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> all right, something that they are doing in Vegas. There's a new Circa restaurant lineup. Yes, this week the restaurant lineup that will be featured in Circa was announced. A total of five concepts included Saginaw's Delicatessen from the people known for Zingerman's in Ann Arbor, Barry's Downtown Prime, a steakhouse, Victory Burger and Wings Company, self-explanatory, and guests can watch sports via TVs throughout the space and enjoy prime views of the three-story tall screen in the Circus Sportsbook. Same place. 8 East is a Pan-Asian restaurant, and Project Barbecue will have a permanent food truck on site. Circa plans to open at the end of 2020. That's another one that's getting real. Like, you see the glass going up. I saw the glass on it the other day. Uh, that's It's it's exciting when, when it starts to feel real, and I think that's what's going on with the Raiders thing is you're like, Holy shit, this is going to happen. Like, I very clearly remember this when Karen and I were getting ready. Like, I just kept waiting when we were getting ready to move to Vegas, like, for something to happen that this wouldn't happen. And then, like, I can't remember exactly what it was. It might have been the movers. It might have been whatever it was. Maybe maybe seeing my house half empty, but whatever it was, like, it's that your gut drops, but in a really good way. Like, holy shit, this is going to happen. This is going to fucking happen. And that's kind of what's happening right now. I'm excited for it. it, it Circa is going to be a brand new. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting in line to. Can, can I be so bold as to say 
suck Derek Stevens dick for this. But <laughs> what, what, first I, lineup for his restaurant lineup. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to some other podcasts, yes. I mean, so, <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking forward to the, op- this new thing being on, you know, on Fremont street right. and, and, and it's going to be a part of golden gate and, and the D and they're tying their players card together it's it's going to be it's obviously circuit is playing to take um what golden nugget right. down a peg and be the, the the top place to play to i think these selections are interesting obviously as a michigan boy i'm certainly looking forward to saginaw's delicatessen i was going to ask you about that it's not a thing right like i think they've gone to zingerman's because they've got zingerman's coffee at the d and they're saying well what if hey listen owners what if we open something up now what i would be interested in i don't really care that much to look into it but i'm interested to see what is saginaw's connection to zingerman's in ann arbor because Mm. for anybody that can look at their right hand in the palm of the right hand you know ann arbor kind of sits down in the bottom part of your where your the meaty part of your palm of the thumb comes together with the wrist that's where ann arbor sits saginaw's further up closer to you know kind of sort of where your uh right. your index finger and middle finger come together so i, I you know the I don't owners know just the came connection. from saginaw and they were like you know we're gonna make money and that, ann may arbor. that may be it also i don't know technically where um where the stevens brothers are from initially maybe they're from saginaw yeah, and so they're just bringing in the zingerman people but regardless i don't care i Again, as a as a Michigan boy, don't care. Just love that my Michigan's getting all sorts of play. I know. I, I didn't. Certain. I didn't think. Um, I didn't think Michigan or Detroit uh, had had enough left in it to still kind of support. Like I thought, the D was kind of well represented. What they what they had. I didn't think they had anything left in them. So good on them. They're yeah. They're 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 certainly finding creative ways to bring at right. least Michigan names right. to this stuff. So all right, let's move on. Talk about the Virgin preview. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino will officially close on February 3rd. Plans are to reopen as the Virgin Hotel and Casino this fall. In the meanwhile, Virgin.com revealed what the plans are for the space, including a pork ashore that harkens back to the early renderings for the sands, as well as a pool area done with hints of Art Deco. The Hard Rock memorabilia was reportedly part of the purchase price and would be included in the new Virgin Hotel Casino, However, shared renderings did not make it clear if and how they will be incorporated or if that's even still part of the plan because they started selling some of the shit uh, this this week. So, so uh, I don't have a lot to say about this specific article per se, only in so far as to say... Seems like you don't have a lot to say about a lot, and, and that's kind and of your job. Thanks, thanks, Mark. It's, it, the, the bourbon helps. <laughs> yeah. it, it helps bring me out of my shell. <laughs> So I made a comment to my wife at dinner this evening. I said, you know, I have, I don't, I want to take a, a, a cruise. Like, like I'm getting an itch. I've never taken a cruise before. And she goes, ugh, well, don't ask me to take a Disney cruise. And I'm like, what, what about me makes you think that even is remotely interesting? Right. I said, I'm not, I'm even more concerned about even taking something that's quote unquote a high end like like a Royal Caribbean or or a Norwegian type cruise. I said, I saw commercials for Virgin Cruises where they don't even allow people under the age of 18 on the cruise. I said, that speaks to me. And she just, she shook her head and she goes, 
you know what? Virgin's going to own this world in about 15 years. And so I read this article. And I'm like, yep, that's that's a part of it. They're going they're going all for the vacation traveler, like the, the, the person who's got a little couple extra bucks to spend to do something a little bit more high end. Yeah. Battleborn's newest pin is an ode to what many consider the invention of the locals casino, Samstown, named after Boyd founder, Sam Boyd. In the mid-70s, as Boyd began to turn the corner with the California, Bill Boyd, Sam's son, got in the habit of checking their other casino, Henderson-based El Dorado, every day, as it was just a leisurely drive down Boulder Highway. The family already owned some land on Boulder Highway planned for future development, However, Bill began to notice that traffic was really increasing on Boulder Highway. Long story short, and that long story is coming in a future Boyd Vintage Vegas episode, Boyd was the first to open a strip downtown quality resort on Boulder Highway. At the time, people thought they were crazy. But from the moment Samstown opened, it was so successful that for a time, people thought that Boulder Highway was going to become the new strip. This Battleborn pin will cost you $10. However, listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to battleborn.shop or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn pins. Okay, apparently that's all you've got to say. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. (laughs) You'll never be wrong if you agree with me. This, this, sir... Totally toxic, nostalgic Tony. What is going on with the Atari Hotel? Yep. The console baby boomers grew up with is entering the hospitality market with plans to build eight video game themed hotels across the U.S., including one in Las Vegas. Phoenix will be the first break ground that's going to happen this spring 2020. Plans for attractions are said to be fully immersive experiences, including augmented and virtual reality. The rooms will be, quote, nostalgic and retro meets modern look and feel. Think Planet Hollywood with video games. No word when or where plans are for the Las Vegas location, but the other cities planned for Atari hotels include San Francisco and San Jose, California, Austin, Texas, Chicago, Denver, and Seattle. So suck it, New York. (laughs) That's right. I'd do it. I'd check it out. I'd say at least one time just to be able to experience it. Absolutely. This could be a brilliant concept. This could be a strip fucking property idea. This could be something you could put North Strip that people would be like, let me check this out. Yeah. Next up, SLS Sarah. In troubling news, it's being reported by Vital Vegas that Sahara is still utilizing the SLS name throughout the property, including poker chips and their in-room soap, shampoo, and conditioner dispensers. It's exceptionally concerning when you know that brand new to the market, Oyo did not have the same lingering issue when they took over the Hooters space. Sahara owners, successful owners of the Grand Sahara Resort and Casino in Reno have been in the process of rebranding for over a year. I get they have a lot more rooms, but that seems like an easy thing. So it's like, hey, hey, razor blade. <laughs> Scrape right. it off. Just put, put this sticker right here. That's right. I know, right? Just throw some stickers on it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Next up, cashless gaming is expanding. Vital Vegas reports that cashless gaming is now at the D and Golden Gate in Stratosphere. 
I don't know if it's at all their table games, but they have table games that you can do it at. The long story short is you are able to withdraw fifty to three thousand dollars. There is a four dollar fee plus two point five percent of the withdrawal amount. Again, cashless gaming does not accept credit cards, only debit. Cashless gaming was originally introduced in Vegas by the Palms last month. This feels like the beginning of the end for credit lines, for at least for like the lower end of high rollers. What do you think about that? Um, you know, I, I'm going to reserve judgment on that. I when I look at a four dollar fee plus a two point five percent withdrawal amount, I think to myself, yes, but I could walk over to that ATM machine right, right. there and still pay the $4 fee and not have to pay 2.5. Right. You're, you know, it's, 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 the, it's truly a convenience fee is what it is. And yeah. I think I saw um, somebody had gotten into a Twitter conversation with Vital Vegas. And I think the long and short of that conversation was, so you're dealing with it from the convenience standpoint. So I just, I have, let's just say hypothetically, I've split my aces four times and I've got all this money out there and I'm out of cash. I real quick grab my debit card, I put it in there, I take out a quick 100 bucks. Yes, I'm gonna pay 4%, plus I'm gonna pay $2.50 for that 2.5% withdrawal fee, but I'm willing to do that because there's no way a dealer is going to allow me to leave the table, walk, stop gameplay to walk to an ATM to get the money to come back. The dealer would say, no, no, you just will play this hand without the ability to split any more of your aces or double down or whatever the case might be. I think this is going to be a very select, uh, selective use of, of mm. when you do it. But then again, pe- brother, people play six, five blackjack. So maybe not, maybe they're not going to care, but for folks in the know, I know, no way I'll keep my, I'll keep my line of credit. It's a, it's an interest free. That's the best part. It's an interest free. I go, I pull the money that I want and it doesn't yeah. cost me anything. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, TBD, but no, I don't think so. I actually, I, to, I if I had to be real honest, I don't think this is going to last. Not, not, not as in this incarnation. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. All right. And then finally, talk to me about the new Vegas slogan. All right. So this, you know, what, LVCVA, fuck you. Cause this is, this story is so absurd. And, and three times this week, I've read that it's changed it to something different than what I previously read that they changed it to. So, the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They, they, they had this really good argument that said, okay, I, I know I know with social media, things don't, you know, nothing really kind of stays in some place. So what we're going to say is what it means is the repercussions of what you do stay in Vegas. And I was like, all right, I can get behind that. And they're like, we're going to change it to what happens here stays here. But like, okay. I mean, I, it seems like you just fucking clarified that, but whatever. Then it was only in Vegas, or, 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 or only can can only happen in Vegas. Like I don't I don't know what the fuck it is at this point, um, but they changed it, so we're on record as saying they changed <laughs> it. And uh, tangentially related is the rollout of the new campaign was delayed in response to Hall of Fame NBA player at, from L.A. Kobe Bryant's untimely death from a helicopter accident. In case you missed that. The city also commemorated the tragedy by lighting up the Las Vegas sign in Lakers purple and gold. Apparently, he had some connection with Vegas. I, I think, like, investment after the fact, like, late. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he, 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 and he, the people around here apparently fucking knew him because they were like, oh, and I'm like, it's from LA. What are you, what are you on? 
<laughs> right. So going back, you know, I've seen and you're right. I, I've seen a couple different iterations of whatever the alleged new Vegas is going to be. If they're merely going from what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas to what happens here stays here. I couldn't be more disappointed in it because what you've done is you removed Vegas from the actual phrase because now I could be in Seattle and I could say, well, whatever happens here stays here that I, 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 I can only hope that that, you know, only Vegas. I get that. Keep the word Vegas would be my goal. My, my, my hope. Keep the word Vegas in whatever you guys go with. All right, let's move into prop bets for those of you unfamiliar. Prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First off, the Jonas Brothers are the latest artists to announce a residency at Park MGM. Their short-term residency is planned for nine dates in April, starting on the first through the 18th. Shows start will uh, excuse me. Shows are going to start at 8 p.m. and tickets will start at eighty dollars, eight zero, eighty dollars. Tom Brady was seen with Mark Davis, owner of the Las Vegas Raiders team at the McGregor Cowboy fight, sparking rumors that Brady is considering signing with Las Vegas. File this under laughable. (laughs) In related news, it was revealed that the team will officially move into their Henderson practice facility after off-season programs are done in April before the official training camps begin. It's being reported that Spiegel World has decided to move forward with their fourth show despite not having a home for it in Vegas yet. We Are Here is the name of the show and it's disco themed, which is created in partnership with Sheik's Niall Rogers and the production behind Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on Broadway. The show will tour if a home in Vegas cannot be found. In response to O.J. Simpson's lawsuit claiming Cosmopolitan's actions when they removed him for disorderly conduct tarnished his image... I forgot to write the rest of it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, ow. I know, I, I know what it is. They responded saying something like his image was too, tar- that let nothing they could do could tarnish his image because it was already so tarnished. And, and so it's, if it's, you've got, it's funnier that I admit that I, <laughs> I, I didn't finish writing. <laughs> if you've got 45 seconds for me to go into a, a quasi legal lounge sure. on this scenario, that's exactly what Cosmopolitan is going for. So OJ's trying to argue that they defamed him. And one of the one of the uh, elements of a defamation lawsuit, whether it's libel because it's written or it's slander because it's spoken, is that it caused the person's reputation to be lowered because of what was written or what was said. This is beautiful because Cosmopolitan is saying, regardless of whether what we said was true or not, you can't possibly tarnish OJ Simpson's reputation because it's OJ Simpson. Like right. we can't we can't lower people's opinion of OJ Simpson because it's low enough. Speaking it's of, a brilliant way to, to defend the the, the uh, defamation case. Speaking of OJ Simpson, have you seen that Court TV is doing a 25th anniversary of that? And what they're doing is for their on-demand. Um, their, their on-demand cases each week they release 
a full week of recordings that that they had from the original trial, and they're going to do it for all like forty weeks or whatever it is that 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 trial lasted or whatever the hell it was. But each week they're going to release all of it. And the fascinating thing about watching it is thinking, you know, whatever it is that you think about this, or or, or it's it's largely believed to be the biggest fumble in in justice. And the fun part is to is to watch it like going, what happened. Like, how did we get to the point where people are like, like, it's people are like, oh, it's common knowledge that he killed him and he just got away with it. You know, it's so much that people will verbally attack him when they see him for it. But it's like, how did we get to that? How did he go from O.J. Simpson in commercials? And then what happened in that case that at the end they said not guilty while for 40 weeks or whatever, we were all like, okay, so it's kind of obvious, right? Right. So we kind of know how this game ends. Right. I mean, it it, it seems like we're dragging this out, but I mean, whatever. (laughs) Right. Okay. We'll we'll give them justice. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. That's the verdict? This is what justice I know, right? (laughs) What the fuck is this? I was lied to. Vital Vegas is reporting that the Alexa integration project at Wynn has expanded. Originally, voice commands could control the drapes, adjust the room temperature, and play music. Now, it can recognize and answer 200 questions that relate to the property. Side note, the ability to make reservations to what I assume would be probably be restaurants and other things on site, well, that's coming soon. Yeah, that would make sense because uh, how often do people make reservations to stay at the hotel they're currently staying at. <laughs> but I knew what you meant, and I, right. you know what, I, that's that's me being able to ad-lib on the fly. Nice, nice. It's lo- See, don't don't ever say that you don't have value. You you clean up my oh. shit. I may put together a lot, but there's some, there's some garbage in there. there. There's some deciphering that needs to be done. It's long been rumored that the minor league hockey team, Chicago Wolves, serving as the minor league team for the NHL team, is rumored to be moving to Las Vegas to play at the Orleans Arena. I, I'd say I would be surprised that I don't think a city like Vegas size could support two hockey teams. Like typically, think the, typically the minor ahead, league. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I simply wanted to say, I, is that true though? I mean, is it possible that? The Vegas Knights have such an overwhelming welcome to the city from the locals that people are like, well, shit, wait a minute. If if everybody's coming out for the Vegas Knights, why not get a, a minor league hockey team? Let's uh, yeah, we'll bring we'll bring the wolves out because they run around in the desert. Yeah, it's, let's let's I, have some wolves. It, it, yeah. You know what? To be honest, yeah, it, it, it could. I could be completely misunderstanding that. The demand is out of this world, and they're like, Jesus, we got to get a minor league team here just to calm these people down. Those visiting the fair city of Las Vegas from now until February 14th, be prepared to listen to some sonic booms at Nellis Air Force Base, which is located north of Las Vegas. They will be flying various training exercises with more than 80 aircraft per day. That's 80 aircraft per day. For those unaware, a sonic boom is when something goes faster than the speed of sound. It creates a boom that kind of sounds like a cannon exploding. <laughs> Look at this. You're going to get a little science dropped on you while you're at it. Right. Right. That, see, and, and they can scare the shit out of you because you don't see it coming. It just boom. 
Ferguson's continues to impress as it was revealed that they recently acquired their next door neighbors to the east with plans already underway to expand the establishment's footprint. Now, part of that space will be used to construct the previously announced skate park. Christina and I went there that week, this week. Tony, it's unrecognizable. It looks like a fucking mall promenade in Vancouver. Like, Dude, I don't even know what Ferguson's is. It used to be a shitty motel, but it, it got purchased, and then they just plopped Big Rig Jig there, and it just sat there. Where and is it? It's down on Fremont East. None of this is in your description, dude. Ferguson's, which used to be a hotel, located in Okay, we've been Vegas. talking about Ferguson's, like, several times over the last couple of weeks. Well, you know, you know, I like to drink when we nice, record, so... Nice. New resident production, Extravaganza, the Las Vegas Spectacular, is coming to Bally's this March. The show is brought to you by the same people who created WOW! An old school variety show featuring topless women adorning breasts and ridiculous headpieces. I mean, technically, are they really adorning breasts? <laughs> I guess the breasts are adorning them. <laughs> they already, exactly, right? Like, they're already there. They're just. I am adorning breasts, but that's because I need to lose 20 pounds. So, all right. So, so they're adoring breasts. These, <laughs> yes, thank you. Peach is for me. Peach is for you. All right. Um, there is, so topless women adorning breasts and ridiculous headpieces showcasing the only semi-visible. For you and for me. <laughs> you know what that was? Is a combination of. It, I knew Adam's what you were. Handlers. That's your brilliance. That's your brilliance, dude. And that's what I love about it because I knew exactly what you were doing. <laughs> Kids at home, just look up Presidents of the United States on um, uh, iTunes. <laughs> so there's this semi-valuable skill attainable, and it's called practice balancing a book on your head while walking around topless. According to the RJ, the Drew expects to close on a $2 billion loan needed to complete their project. And according to this show and Vital Vegas, this is horseshit and likely just about as legit as uh, the Net Arena project being funded. Oh. <laughs> Former 360 Nosh episode location Eat Gourmet Bistro has regrettably closed. This space has been turned into a private event space. And lastly, Wet Republic has begun renovation to the MGM pool area with plans to complete before the pool season starts. Plans are to install a 4,000 square foot LED display amount and other audio and video upgrades. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Ohio players are performing at the Orleans Saturday, March 21st. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $25. Hey, uh, Mark, by the way, do you know what's high in the middle and round on both sides? No. Ohio. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Billy Gardell is performing at Treasure Island Friday, March 27th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 
Night Rangers is performing at the Orleans Saturday, April 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Moulin Rouge. What is fascinating about this property is its enduring historical significance as a landmark, despite essentially being an empty lot today, not having any of the original structure in existence on site. It was the first fully integrated hotel casino in Vegas. It was the site of talks with civil rights leaders to desegregate all casinos in Las Vegas. In 1992, the Moulin Rouge was designated as a national historical place But in 2003, a fire destroyed the complex. All this for a casino that was only open for six months in 1955 before being closed by the first fire at the property. This and dozens of vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save an additional 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com. That's M. Zero zero N S H O T, or go to our blog 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. I was waiting for your sister Christian joke. I assumed there was one in there. Sister Christian, no, oh, the time has come. You do that for karaoke. Okay. <laughs> I just, these are all those ridiculous songs that I'm like, no, all of you perform for me. I went out and got this thing. That's you right. fucking performed for me. Right. Sing monkeys. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Post Malone is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, March 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $54. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons are performing at Paris Thursday through Saturday, April 11th. Nope, April 9th through the 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start in an undisclosed amount. My Chemical Romance Reunion Tour is coming to the T-Mobile Arena and Emo Chicks All Over the World site. Ah. Try again. Try again. It's a good joke. Try again. And Emo Chicks All Over the World simultaneously became wet before screaming like teenagers. Sunday, October 11th are the performances, or is the performance. That show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed... Actually, I saw it. I think it started at like 80 bucks or something, but they're already skyrocketing because guess who's got a good ticket? Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. So it looks like we've got a 360 FHE or first-hand experience. This is our experience to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, so Mark, you went out and explored Fremont East. Why don't you tell me about that uh, first-hand experience you had? So Christina was mapping out the 5K that she's going to do for Vegas Vacation 10 and asked if I wanted to come along and if I there was any information that I could give her because apparently she also likes to 
look at or set up her running tour as kind of a historical thing or, you know, so she can point out fun factoids. So I was doing that with her. And part of that was us meeting down on Fremont East where they are, the, the entire street is tore up. It's blocked off all the way down past Ferguson. So we're talking way past Container Park, probably two blocks. And they've installed a new sign uh, for Fremont East on that end. And it is, it looks like they're radically widening the sidewalk. Looks like they're going to reduce the street down from four to two lanes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they make it one way, but they are making significant improvements to, if nothing else, improve traffic flow whenever they do any of their special events. But they've got something in mind there. I don't think they're going to close the road or anything like that. I don't think Fremont East has earned that, but... Um, there's some pretty significant stuff going on there, man. It was awesome. We, we shared uh, we shared what we saw on social media. Wonderful. I, I mean, I'm not going to be a part of it, but I love that she's doing something like that for folks that do want to do that. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for episode number 324. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. You'll find that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. You just told you where you'd find me, so till next time. Bye.